lovely lot. Welcome back to another episode of the Find Your Fizz show. If you're a regular around here, then thank you so much for tuning back in. It honestly means so much to me. And if you're new around here, then I'm so grateful to have you join us. And thank you for clicking on that play button to listen into what I have to offer you. I'm Fizz Yassin host of this show, but also a specialist yoga teacher, registered associate nutritionist, heart warrior, mental health advocate, a children's entertainer, and an all-round happiness viber. So as you could probably tell, the mission of this podcast is to truly share real inspirational stories to inspire us to find our fears and happiness in life. In each episode, I'll be joined by some special guests that I am a huge fan of, and who I believe truly sparkle fizz daily in their lives, with the aim to empower you to go and search for your fizz with whatever knowledge and expertise that they offer. Now, this week's show is a really special show. It's all about finding our own personal identity, and that's identity through what we wear, our self-image. Now, self-image is yet another of the self-concepts that we try to understand in positive psychology and this self-image is how you perceive yourself and it can be a number of self-impressions that have built up over time and these self-images can be very positive giving a person confidence in their thoughts and actions or it could also be negative making a person doubtful of their capabilities and ideas and again this can be seen through what we wear and how we kind of bring ourselves out to others around us. Now Personal identity is something that is so unique to each and every one of us, but it is so vital and important to understand why getting your self-image so right is going to really help you find that fears for life. Because often what I believe is if you stepped out into a room and you truly were wearing your best self completely, people would vibe right towards you because they want to feed off your energy and who you have put yourself out to be. Now, I can't wait for you you to really listen into this conversation with the incredible Francesca, who is an image consultant. She's got so much wisdom to share. But before we get into this week's show, I just wanted to mention our sponsor, which is Pip and Fizz Events and Retreats. It's a new startup created by myself and my friend Pip, where we hope we can bring lots of fun, loving movement events and retreats across the UK. We have actually got a retreat coming up in the new year from the 3rd to the 6th of January. So if you're thinking, I want to get away four days, three nights, then come and join us. Have a little look for more information at happyheartflow.co.uk and you'll be able to discover the wonderful magical offerings of you rediscovering your physical life. Now let's get into the show. Well, today's very special guest is the incredible Francesca Cairns, who is an award-winning image consultant based in Maidenhead. She also offers worldwide service, helping women who are ready to step out of their comfort zone and into a purposeful living and becoming visible and confident in their own skin. 
all by focusing on the power of how we colour and style ourselves. So I'm so excited to introduce Francesca. Hi, my love. Hello, everyone. How are you? (laughs) I'm good, thanks. How are you today? Yeah, really, really good. It's just so exciting to be on the podcast, you know, always listening. So it's nice to actually be on here. And now everyone's listening to me and you. Yeah, it's so special, isn't it? When you kind of get that opportunity to come on something and it it just feels like such a magical experience. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm on a podcast. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a big deal right now. You know, you are a big deal. (laughs) This is why I've invited you on because I'm like, right, (laughs) this gal is going to get us, you know, looking good, Mm -hmm. making us feel good, empowering ourselves, helping us find our fears through how we should style ourselves. That is you. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm so proud to be on. Thank you so much again. Oh, honestly. So let's kind of just chat about what is it that you do? Because you're a stylist, but, you know, in a different sort of way. So what, what is it that you do? So it's funny because there's always been a misconception about styling that it's for the rich and famous, it's for celebrities, but I work with everyday women, you know, people come to me for so many different reasons. I do color analysis, body shape, hair analysis, makeup colors, and it's all focused around basically when you look good, you feel good, you know, and using the power of color style to elevate your features and dress for your shape and don't hide and be invisible. So I'm really always all about kind of, helping people more from the inside even though people think it's just about clothing it's not it's a lot more than that you know Mm. and I think it's so interesting isn't it because it's like certain things like when people say to you oh that color looks really good on you and you're like oh really like you don't really think about what that actually mean and why people look at colors because I I know when you're obviously supporting your clients you put up um, pictures of Mm -hmm. you know just put making them wear like a scarf of different colors it's kind of like a paint thing isn't it little paint slabs where we try to do the tester and it always looks amazing to see and you're like oh my gosh so that color could suit them and this and that and how how do you know how a person suits a specific color so it's all deep undertone so you can look like you can like your best friend, but you could be in completely different seasons because all do colour science. So you all go by not the outside of your skin, it's the actually the inside, so the undertone. So underneath, mm-hmm. so you can go on holiday and get a tan, but you actually end up um, still being in that season, even though you're out of outside of your colour still changes, you know. So for example, there's two different types. There's warm undertone and there's cool undertone. And there's also some people can be neutral as well. Um so, for example, I've got olivey skin. A lot of people might think, oh, because she's got olivey skin, she's, you know, a very warm undertone. But actually, I've got a lot of cool tones to my skin tone. Mm-hmm. So reflecting cool tones is better for me wearing cool tone colours rather than anything kind of warm tone or sluggy will reflect more yellow tones into my skin. You know, it can get very scientific. Yeah, I love that. And what's yeah. the difference between cool tones and warm tones then? What, what's the different colours? Yeah, so cool tones, they've got more of like a blue undertone to them. And then the warm tones have more of a yellowy tone to the colour. So, for example, um, you might have a blue that's cobalt blue, which is cool tone. And then you might have a navy, which is a warm tone because it's kind of got a more yellowy undertone to the colour, you know. Um, oh. And it can be quite hard to determine at first. But when you start to train the eye and you start to see different colours on you, that's how when someone looks at you and they say, wow, that colour looks amazing. It's because it's reflecting the right tones into your skin. Um, and that's where you get the four seasons too, which is summer and winter, which are cool tones, and then um, spring and autumn, which are warm tones as well. Oh, wow. 
That's yeah. so interesting. I think no one really tells you that, do they? You just kind of no, like no. go into a shop and you're like, oh, that looks nice. I'll just, I'll just have that. Yeah. When I wear pastel, it just, I look like death warmed up, you know, like it's, <laughs> it's not working for me at all. So it's all about color science, thinking about what works best by your face and reflecting into your skin. And ultimately it brings out your features. You can wear less makeup because it brings out your eyes and that's what you want. You want to bring out your features, not hide them. Absolutely. I, I completely agree there because we've all got like our own unique features and, you know, yeah. we're both sat here and we've got no makeup <laughs> on. We're like, no. right, we're just in our pajamas just recording yeah. this because no one can see us. But at the same time, like, you know, it's it's that thing where we just ha- embrace our features just and knowing that we don't always have to be so full of makeup. We can no, just wear no. the right thing that can make yeah. us feel good. Yeah, exactly. Um, even looking at you, you've got really lovely features, you know, and you high contrast colours will work really well for you, you know, all different things. It's going to really bring out your lovely eyes and your skin tone and your hair and stuff, you know. Oh, you're making me blush. <laughs> I, I love that, though, because I think that is something that I have really struggled with is understanding what suits me and what I should wear and what washes mm-hmm. me out. Like, I think yeah. there's so many things that you think about when you are like looking at what do I want to wear today and obviously I basically yeah. live in yoga leggings half the time yeah, but yeah. when I do like actually wear clothes proper mm-hmm. clothes I never really know what to wear or what suits me because I think you just get so used to in a uniform right yeah um yeah. and the I think thing is, even your yoga clothing wearing colors that work for your yoga clothing makes you feel yeah. good too so you apply it to your lifestyle because for example, someone like you who comes to me, if you are doing yoga, you might want to kit out all your kit and you're doing your yoga with your, with your students and stuff mm. in colours that make you feel good and give off a certain energy. Because a lot of the time I do a lot of personal branding too, which is, you know, showing up as your best self at your job too, because we spend so much time at our jobs. And um, so, yeah, you might, like you said, you might struggle when it's outside of your work because you're so used to always being in your yoga pants, you know? Yeah. That's really interesting, actually, what you said mm-hmm. there is like showing up as who you want to be even in your job, because yeah. I think people don't recognize that, do they? Because they no. only ever think, oh, personal styling is when I'm going for like a big evening out or I've got a ball or whatever. Like now we yeah. can do all those things. But at the same time, a lot of what you wear and who you are as a person comes across as in your job, like yeah, in your, into your day to day job. That quote, don't dress the job you have dressed for the job you want is there because it means so much you know when you go into a workplace and you might be starting off or you've been there for a while dressing like if someone trusts you you know so if you're wearing clothes that someone can look at you for a first impression and think she looks like she has her stuff together you know I'm going to trust her with my work because she looks presentable she's showing up as her best self rather than it sounds shallow but someone who might go to work with making not as much effort it's nothing wrong in that, but obviously it's very much a very, very quick kind of second impression, you know, when someone's meeting you for the first time, a client example as well, you know? Mm. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. I think it is all about those first impressions, as we say, and it's always yeah. really hard because I think we us all like most people have been like working from home now and that is their like way of living and doing yeah. their job so looking presentable on camera it's like top up sometimes yeah and 100% I think even with that though it's so important like if you are still speaking to people is to make sure you're looking presentable yeah exactly like you said they're on zoom as well um 
save like the, our backgrounds are quite like light or kind of like if you've got a white background, you don't want to wear anything that's going to blend in. You want to wear some colours that's going to pop, bring out your features. Mm. Because if you're kind of always um, wanting to make the best impression on Zoom, you want to stand out. Like I went to a network event on Zoom not that long ago and I was the only person wearing bright colour. Everyone else was in monochrome. So all you could really see on the screen was my colour, which if you want to... Um, make more like kind of um, a focus on you for networking that's a really good way and the same as interviews and stuff too you know always making yeah. that best impression online because online people don't really get to know you very well online um depending on um, if it's a very quick networking event for example so they they look at you visually you know mm, that's so interesting I I think it's such a way of living now isn't it where mm. we have to like we only get to meet people at certain times in the year it yeah, seems yeah but to be able to like put something together that makes you feel good and yeah. you know you you know your style it's like understanding what your style is right yeah and I know for me like I'm very like much away from yoga gear obviously mm-hmm. very much like boho and just like very colorful nice. vibes and yeah. that is like my sort of like I think I've got that personal branding in my mindset of who yeah. I want people to see me as but it's that's your personality too though you're very relaxed very flowy, yeah. you know, very with nature and stuff and that's coming through with your wardrobe as well so your style personality is a huge thing so you might be more boho I'm actually the other end I'm very classic with my style and you see my mm. house it's very all straight lines you know um kind of maybe a bit of a control freak in that way you know <laughs> so that's where you're very easy going I need some more fizz in my life you know oh well you know this is what the fizz is for yeah <laughs> I'm yeah, here to share exactly. that yeah but let's let's just sort of we we kind of like dove straight into uh dived straight into that but in terms of how did this journey start of wanting to be this image consultant and stylist because it's not something that you necessarily I think some people know that right mm-hmm. you might go to fashion college or you're very into fashion when you're younger but yeah. what is it that made you sort of yeah take this journey on so it actually started a long time ago um, when I was at school. So I'm 31 now. Um, and when I was at school, probably about 16, 17, um, I got really badly bullied for my image. And I was mm-hmm. kind of, when I left school, I wanted to reinvent myself. And I was looking around different things, couldn't really find anything that really worked for me. So I decided to go and start reinventing myself in a way that I could, you know, go out and wear clothes that really made me feel good about myself because at school you are in a uniform you know Um, and I wanted to reinvent myself by dressing a certain way Um, and that's what made me want to go into styling because I used to always get compliments in college like people saying oh you you know you dress really well Um, and it made me kind of think oh I'm actually quite good at this you know and it's something that naturally came to me as a hobby that I loved putting clothes together Um, so back then I went to college did beauty therapy hairdressing did my styling course as well um, did everything all in one and then also I ran a successful fashion brand with my sisters on Instagram for five years um, and we had a combined following of 100,000 followers which was great it wow. boomed really quickly we became fashion bloggers because people that don't know me I'm actually an identical triplet um, so yeah we did that together um, and then I as the years went on I wanted to become something that was kind of helping people a bit more than just that because obviously the clothing store was great but what I learned was that I actually really liked helping people feel good in their clothing and then that's when I came on to personal styling too. That's crazy have you and your sisters got completely different styles? Um, Two of us have very similar quite classic the other one is a bit more um, kind of 
classic with a little bit more of like a fun element to her style you know mm. yeah and and that's the thing it's so interesting because I think people don't recognize that in terms of there's often twins that like sort of dress the same or like you know yeah. you're a triplet which yeah and you're all identical as yeah. such that <laughs> blows my mind like three of you but I guess like growing up how did it feel like you know growing up together but also having different styles and different things that you like like what what was that like well that's a a great example of how you can have a different identity even though I look the same we all dress in ways that bring out our personalities you know and we show the world um kind of a different version of ourselves just from how we dress um, so, for example, I am more into like, my tailoring stuff. So I come across a lot more smarter from day to day. And then my other sister, um, she wears a lot more kind of frills and dramatic clothing because she's, in, she's into drama. She does drama as a job. So like I said before, your job kind of comes into your lifestyle, your personality and how you dress as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, growing up together, we're very close. Um, we're all within the fashion industry. My sister owns a worldwide lash brand as well, which is in like New Look mm-hmm. and River Island and stuff. Um, so we've all been in that kind of beauty fashion industry, which is great. That's so That's nice. So it nice. must be so nice to have like, your sisters sort of in the same sort of industry where you can chat about certain things like okay what is what are you doing and how can I grow in this or whatever we keep each other in check definitely you know (laughs) yeah I love that I love that because I think that's the thing like even you saying that like you're a triplet Mm. but you have all got different identities and you've got your own different styles and your own personal branding of who you want to be seen as because I think that must be really tough right like when people look at you you're like they're like right who is who like and you're like oh my gosh I'm a person I mean I still get it now because my sisters obviously they're both based in Maidenhead as well Mm-hmm. Um, one of them owns a drama school and um, when ladies come visit me as a stylist they say don't you do the drama stuff too and I'm like no no I'm, I'm actually a stylist so if people can get confused because we look so similar I'm like I don't do all these different jobs you know <laughs> I'm just a stylist <laughs> but yeah people can get very confused but I don't blame them it's very confusing sometimes especially when we're all based in Maidenhead you know yeah I think that's difficult isn't it where like it's like you're keep you keep walking into the same person three times and- yeah yeah it's bizarre. Well, I've only ever walked into you. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> which is great. So I guess like in terms of how you feel like our personal branding helps us find that fizz in our life and helps inspire yeah. us. Mm-hmm. How do you think even just checking in with how you dress is yeah. going to really impact our well-being? Because I think yeah. that's a big thing, isn't it? Because we don't mm-hmm. recognize how sometimes when we're feeling sluggish and low we're just like wanting to curl up in like dark colors or like just in our hoodies but realistically putting on that piece of clothing that's going to make us feel good is actually going to be really beneficial for our health there's a lot of psychology behind clothing so for example when you're not feeling your best normally you go for your kind of darker or baggier clothes and then when you maybe go on a date or if you're going to an interview you dress up a lot more because you want to come across in your best form and, and and self you know but when it comes to the days that you aren't feeling your best it's actually best to do dressing up as much as you can because it makes you feel good for your, for your mental well-being as well wearing colors that lift you so for example green is a really nice color to wear if you're not feeling your best because it reminds people of nature it makes them kind of feel more uplifted um and then also 
Blue is a very trustworthy colour, so people wear it to interviews because that's why you see a lot of these ladies wearing, like, um, bodycon dresses in their blue, you know? But then they might have that pop of red because red is a powerful colour, and that's the interview colour, you know? So it's all to do with what colours we wear, how we wear things, because it really helps our mental health, um, and it can really boost your mood. That Today is very grey outside, so wearing a bright colour is going to uplift you, you know? Mm-hmm. I totally go by that rule as well. Like I, yeah. I know when I'm feeling like the lowest, I put my rainbow mm-hmm. jumper on and I'm like, yeah. come on, Fizz, rainbow time. But it does, it boosts, it completely boosts your mood. And I think like even I work with like lots of people that have obviously got like long-term conditions and things like that. And for example, like a lot of the cancer community. So yeah. um, it's it's very interesting how I sometimes watch some of my clients' stories and things like that. And they go to chemo dressed mm-hmm. up because they're yeah. like, if that's the one thing I can control is yeah. like, you know, dressing myself up, going to be fitted with chemo. It's yeah. just going to boost their mood and it's going to help them get through the day. Yeah, it's a massive control for things. But like you said, like when you're in control of how you dress, that also helps you with your emotions and different areas of your life that, you know, you might not be as controlling, but at least you can reuse that with your, your outfit and dress in a way that makes you feel good and puts them positive energy out, you know. Mm, 100% I think it is like your vibe attracts your tribe right so if yeah, you're like 100%. if you're yeah. like getting that color pop or you're showing yourself as someone you want to be or whatever like yeah but you've got to really feel it right I think that's yeah. another thing because I know we go by all this stuff about fake it till you make it but yeah. sometimes it is about building that confidence and I guess mm-hmm. that's another question how do we build our confidence with not only what we wear but in general about what we look like yeah so building confidence doesn't always come overnight you know it can take a bit of a journey but things that I would recommend for building confidence is so a lot of ladies may come to me if they may not be happy with their weight or if certain areas when they come to dress because they're not sure how to I normally say to them you know is there areas that are bringing you down so for example a lot of people normally always come back to me and say that they follow certain people on social media and it really affects the mental mm-hmm. health. If that's the case, unfollow, you know, do things, anything that's poisoning your mental health, I'd say definitely move away from it, you know, take it out of your life, start making changes. When it comes to your body image, if the size of the clothing bothers you so much, a lot of clients of mine cut their labels out, you know, mm-hmm. because it's just a number. It doesn't just doesn't determine who you are as a person what your body's like as long as you're dressing in a way that makes you feel good then that is always going to help boost your confidence you know Mm, absolutely and I think that's something that we don't really recognize because have you always been really confident do you think no this is this is um so when I was saying about the the school journey so when I got bullied at school I just didn't like myself at all and then I built myself up using clothes as my armor basically so I'd go out there and I'd wear things that make me feel good and I started to attract a life that I didn't even know I could even achieve you know I started reinventing myself got a new friendship group because it sounds crazy but when you dress a certain way people's people address you differently you know so I used to go out looking very smart and then I made a completely new friendship group um and then this is what brought me into styling too because it got me basically the job that I have now because the girl that got bullied at school now is a stylist for image, you know, which is crazy. That's the thing, though. Like, I think a yeah. lot of us live our stories and yeah. shape that into a work. Like, you know, yeah. I do that yeah. with myself. But it's 
amazing to see that other people do that as well and it's just yeah it's interesting you said that about you know how your friendship group suddenly changed how do you how did that kind of come about like do you think it was just the way you were dressing and how were you meeting people because we know like as we get into our 20s heading into your 30s now Mm -hmm. it's such a difficult time to be able to reshape a whole friendship group if you feel like you don't fit in that anymore yeah well because before I had my confidence I didn't have any confidence I had no no um like confidence to walk up to people because I thought I didn't look very good you know and then I started to wear clothes that made me feel good and then I got confidence from somewhere where I used to go out you know feel really good about myself and then talk to people and then I would never have done that before if I didn't have kind of built up my self-image which built up my self-confidence you know Mm. um and in your 30s for example like right now or 40s or 50s if you do find it hard with confidence and meeting people you know this is where it's really good to kind of when you do go out wear clothes that make you feel confident but also comfortable as well because Mm. if you don't feel comfortable in your skin then you're never going to approach people talk to people you're going to kind of hide and stay in the corner you know yeah and I think that's a similar sort of thing as like you know going dating or like wanting to meet a guy or you know a gal like or or, um yeah or whatever your sexuality is I think it's Mm so interesting to see how you can wear something but you've got to really feel confident in yourself so you can really own it right 100% yeah because you know I've been on some dates before and I I, if I look back now I just wish I dressed more in a way that was more kind of smarter you know I didn't want to give the impression off at first where I was just dressing in a way just to try and please them you know make sure you wear things that make you feel good and you're empowered and not wearing things because you want attention for example you know Mm. and that's really important because I think sometimes we we start off in in a mindset that feels like a lie in ourselves where you're like Mm. I'm not that person and that often isn't the best thing to do because then you kind of are trying to live up to the expectations of who you first introduced and you're like actually that wasn't even me like why did I do that I know yeah like I used to I think when I I was younger 18 I used to go every weekend and buy a new item clothing from Pretty Little Thing or Boohoo one of them places you know but now I look back and I think I was buying things just because I wanted to feel new every week which is just ridiculous you know it's bad mm. for the environment I'll do it just to feel different on my dates or when I go out um into the club for example God, I sound so old now but um you know this is where like I look back and I think I just wish that I created a style that worked for me and I wasn't just chasing that kind of fast fashion wearing things for the sake of it to try and mm. find my confidence but actually when I started to wear clothes that felt more like me that's when my confidence came and I hardly buy anything now because I'm happy with my wardrobe and I mix and match and look different but I am also helping the environment making myself feel good and confident and true to myself you know Mm, and I think that's such a great point to like talk about is the sustainability of uh, fashion because we know fast fashion we're not saying like this this podcast episode isn't about go and buy lots of things that are going to make you feel good because it's not about that you've probably got something in your wardrobe that is absolutely amazing it's your vibe but you just don't know how to style it Exactly. And my biggest tip for that is if you do lack vision and you have an item in your wardrobe, download Pinterest on your phone. It's what all our stylists use as well. And if, for example, you have a blazer, you don't know how to style, put blazer outfits in and loads of different inspo will come up. And using that blazer, you might find that you want to wear a pleated skirt of it or you might want to wear 
jeans or trousers or something that's going to make you feel good with that blazer and give you inspo of things in your wardrobe that you already have you know mm-hmm. I think that's such a great idea like as you were saying yeah. that I was like I've got this tartan green blazer yeah. I've had it for years I don't want to like give it away but I yeah. just don't know how to style it I, as a teacher I don't wear like blazers to like no. teach yoga classes or whatever yeah. it's always been like my one thing if I need to go to a smart event or whatever but yeah. I think that's exactly it right like it's just having something that you can have it just stays in your wardrobe and it's yeah. a piece that you can use over and over again but in different ways exactly you can dress it up or down and that's one of the biggest problems I find with a lot of my clients that visit me as well they always save their best clothing for a special event but they never mm-hmm. actually go to that special event so that's just yeah. sitting in their wardrobe so think about ways how you can bring that into your everyday life or if you can wear it a little bit more than just that special event you know um, yeah. and another yeah. thing that I find as well is that a lot of people lack in their basics too so that's why they might struggle with building their outfits because you might not have enough basics, items that bring items together, examples, kind of tops or jeans or blazers, like you said, things that are going to bring an outfit together, you know? So yeah. if we were to build a wardrobe, what do you think the key things are that we need to have as essential so we can really build an outfit? Yeah. So um, like I said a minute ago, basics. So 80% of basics should be in your wardrobe. So pieces that can go with other items. So if a basic normally goes with things like, um, at least two or three other pieces in your wardrobe so you can mix and match it um, and then rest of it will be things like accessories or items that bring kind of statement pieces to your wardrobe you know mm-hmm. um, building like kind of building blocks and taking photos of your outfits you love will help keep them in mind for you as well if you're unsure on how to use them but I normally say you know depending on your style personality as well what's going to be in your wardrobe because for example if you're boho, for example, like yourself, you might find that you've got a lot of flowy pieces and, you know, you might want to bring some more basics in and you can mix and match with those flowy pieces, you know? Yeah, definitely. I think that is something that I've recognised more so. Like, obviously, lockdown, I think we all kind of, like, were in our pyjamas and just, yeah, like in your leggings all day every day but I think as soon as I came out of that and I remember the first time I went up to London for a couple meetings Mm -hmm. and I remember I was like Fizz you've got to actually dress yourself today yeah (laughs) like I was like right I want to like dress to feel like confident in myself so I know you know you want to get that point across like you were saying at the start of this how you want to make sure that they know that you know your stuff kind of thing in a certain thing yeah yeah Um, take you seriously you know yeah take me seriously but also like because it was a creative sort of space that I was going to to be able to network I wanted to make it not too formal but not too informal so there was me I had this I've got like this beautiful crochet rainbow jumper but then I dressed it with like a very minimalistic sort of like um jumpsuit so it was kind of like it went hand in hand and I was like oh my gosh I just styled myself and I felt really how amazing does that feel when you put something together that feels like you what you want to represent you know yeah it's just amazing feeling when you just feel like I've got this you know 100% and I think it it does like I think just everyone right now just think about a time where you felt really good in like one of your outfits and it doesn't need to necessarily be like you know if you've had a big event or a big bash and you had that dream dress or outfit or suit or whatever it's just about finding those pockets of moments where you're like actually yeah I actually felt really good like I looked really nice for dinner the other night or whatever yeah 
and you feel good, you know, and it, it really uplifts you. And like you said, it gains you confidence when you go to that networking event because you're wearing something that's true to your style personality and also mm. your business and stuff as well. So depending on what occasion you're going for, always think to yourself, you know, um, does this outfit make me feel like I can enter a room and be myself, you know? Mm. And I think that's exactly it because I know that everyone knows that if it's Fizz, like she'll be really bright colors. Yeah, and like when yeah. I go and teach at festivals and things like that, I always make sure that I plan all my outfits as like really yeah. bright and colorful because yeah. I think it's a personal branding that leads with you. It and does, yeah. It's so important because that is when you just find yourself and find. 100%. I guess you're fizz in a certain way because if you yeah. if you feel really confident and empowered in what you wear then yeah. I think it's very easy to then kind of like yeah bring that life that you want into you not just outside of you like without speaking in- you're already telling a story you know people are looking at you thinking she's really colorful you know like it just reminds them of like kind of like more like a positive spirit which you want to give out you know yeah um, and just really really nice so yeah, so but Aww. one thing I will say actually on the colour side of things, people think that personal style is just dress you from head to toe in colour, and that's not the case. We go over neutrals too, you know. Yeah. Um, and I that's it, exactly. Yeah. That. yeah. I I think that people don't recognise how much, you know, when it, when you are a stylist, when you are looking at someone, yeah, it's it's more about you wanting to like really value what the client needs in in yeah. a certain way. What is it that you know, if, if, for example, if someone was to come to you today mm-hmm. and say, Francesca, I don't know what I'm doing with my a whole, whole life, my outfit, yeah. like yeah. who I am, can you help me? What would you yeah. say to that? We sit down for a good half an hour first and I get to know you on a deeper level. So I talk to you about everything, why you've come to visit me, you know, um, what, what you do for a job where you want to go with your style, where you struggle. There's so many different areas that we talk about um, and that's where it leads to the next stage, you know? So what I think work best for you, what I think work best for your lifestyle, for example, a lot of ladies that might come see me, they've got young children. They've got no time to take hours to get ready, you know? Mm. So for example, they might want a really quick routine that uplifts their features. And I'll say to them, you know, it is not about spending hours in front of the mirror. It's about taking a five second routine, wearing a color that makes you feel good, wearing a, maybe a lipstick or lip balm that uplifts your features and brings out your eyes. It can be that simple, you know, and them little steps go such a long way. Definitely. And I think that is so empowering, like, because obviously with Christmas season coming and people actually wanting to get dressed up now, like yeah. what are the top sort of things that are out there right now that you're like, okay, if you've got this in your wardrobe, it's very much yeah. in. <laughs> like, mm. I think that's a hard thing, isn't it? You never know yeah. what's in and what's out. Like, yeah. how does that and work in the fashion world? So it's actually really unhealthy, that side of things. I'll tell you why. Because if you're always tracing trends, you're not being true to yourself, one. And two, like I said, sustainability as well. So always buy things that work um, well for you and your wardrobe and you're going to wear it again. You know, so at the moment, you are going to see a lot of things like sequins or velvet because it's Christmas time, you know. But always think to yourself, are you going to um, wear that item again? Or if you dress it up, is there a way that you can dress it down too, you know, and kind of bring it in through your wardrobe throughout the whole year? Because what I find is a lot of people will buy an item this year that is in, in trend, for example, that sequin dress for Christmas, but then they won't wear it for another 
164 days you know mm, I think that's the real difficult thing like I yeah. I put up on my stories the other day actually so uh, for my 25th birthday like a couple of years back I yeah. got a sequin rainbow dress because I was nice. like yes <laughs> yeah have I worn only it you, no Phil. only yeah. me Mm-hmm. only me of course only me I had a unicorn cake as well of course yeah, I did amazing. Um, <laughs> but with that as well I'm just like because obviously I've just not had anywhere to wear it to or you know whatever but yeah. it doesn't necessarily I think it's a very Christmassy dress yeah um, and my birthday's right in January 12 days after Christmas so yeah um, it's always that thing where I think the vibe just continues yeah yeah at the same time I'm like I now don't I literally have a very short space of time Mm -hmm. to wear this dress yeah yeah and that's where it's like with pieces so for example if I was going out at Christmas I'd get an item that if it was maybe a dress that I could dress up or down throughout the whole year you know but Mm -hmm. obviously of course sometimes you're going to splurge and you're going to get an item that is a bit different to the rest of the year and that's fine but always think to yourself you know is that piece gonna um work at all in the in the future as well you know because yeah you're gonna wear it again but all just wear it once I think I'll definitely bring it out again it's just finding the right yeah. occasion isn't it yeah well there's some there's some great sites now too like vintage I'm not sure if you've ever seen vintage yeah. um and different like sustainable sites that if you for example do wear a dress for, for Christmas and you don't need it anymore charity stores you know them places they're great to kind of give someone else a chance and you go and get something else from there so mm-hmm. buying things from them stores or like charity stores you don't feel as guilty you know because you're not always kind of feeding that fast fashion cycle you know 100 percent. and there's also like brands that you can hire from right there's her I think it's called her yeah uh, yeah there's a few different brands um it's great it's a really great kind of concept especially for Christmas parties as well you know mm-hmm. or wedding guest events um, these are all the kind of new things you're going to start seeing a lot more of these kind of rented websites. Um, I've not personally done one yet myself, but, you know, something that I will definitely look into on my next kind of wedding guest or, you know, anything along them lines. Yeah, I, I think it, it's such a great way of noticing how fashion is changing, like yeah. people are less likely to continue the fast fashion stream because we, we've yeah. recognised how we've literally don't really need much like no. take it back to lockdown yeah. and realistically what do we actually really need like you no. don't need that yeah. many cl- pieces of clothing you don't need mm-hmm. we, we feel like we need right I think that's need, the thing yeah it's yeah. always the need and the want. I really want what that person's got or I really yeah. want that handbag but at the same time it's coming back to yourself you're like do I actually is it me exactly. is it is it what I need right now in my life is it going to transform my life yeah yeah and it's the same thing with with them sort of the sustainability it's not that you can't shop at your favorite stores anymore it's just the fact that when you Mm. do go in there think about is that item going to work for other pieces in your wardrobe and do I really need to go out and buy loads of things like you said you don't need much you know you only need like maybe 12 to 15 items in your wardrobe you can mix and match and then if you want to add the additional things sometimes you can but when I go do wardrobe detoxes or speak to people they've got so many things in their wardrobes, items don't fit anymore, which is something that I want to talk about. You know, anything that doesn't fit in your wardrobe, get rid of it, move it aside, put it into a box because it's actually holding on a lot of kind of negative feelings mm. without you realizing because a lot of women who maybe have their children and they look back at their jeans and they think, I can't fit into that anymore. It really gets them down mentally. Um, 
And that's something that we work on as well. We work on how to kind of move forward and let go of any kind of items that are holding any sort of negativity um, with your emotion. Absolutely. And I think I was speaking to you at the start and being like, obviously, there's a lot of people that go through different body shapes, but depending on like mental health and whatever goes on, if we're we're sort of taking back to last week's episode where we spoke a little bit about eating disorders and like rehabilitating yourself back to a space where you feel really, I guess, loving your body again and supporting it and nourishing it. And same thing goes with anything else in life, like you said, with pregnancy to, you know, something putting on a little bit of weight during lockdown we need to realize that our body is not there to stay the same shape no, ever no. and in being order a to feel tough you know yeah being a woman is tough it, honestly tough. sometimes I look at guys and I'm like all you need is a suit and a t-shirt and jeans like you've yeah, got it yeah you've got it covered <laughs> but you know we go for so such... many body changes you know like you yeah. said and it could be for so many different reasons but I uh, one one bit of advice is don't beat yourself up about it just you know if you can try and move forward and look forward and wear things that make you feel good and let go of anything that isn't making you feel good and anything that's keeping kind of a negative energy in your wardrobe you know because we're not going to fit into things that you did back in the day you know so for example I don't even wear clothes that I wore in my wardrobe that when I was 18 and not because of an age thing because my lifestyle's changed you know Mm, yeah I love that I think that but there are some key pieces that you can continue to hold on to and yeah. just like things like knitwear right like yeah, I feel like 100%. if you've got a great jumper yeah I've I wore one the other day and one of my friends was like commented being like oh it's really nice where did you get it from I'm like babe I got it when I was 16 yeah yeah <laughs> but it's always the odd piece that carries through yeah. you know yeah that um, carries through and it's still yeah. like sort of fit it's not that my body shape is a 16 year olds but I think it's like it was yeah, like really loose fitting yeah. sort of like really yeah. boxy you know when that style was like the oversized jumpers yeah I, yeah I, I think you know those those are the types of things that just carry forward yeah and they're things they're timeless pieces you know pieces mm. that will always come forward with you and the reasons that you may uh, any reason you may get rid of that is if it didn't fit you anymore but other than that it'll stay in your wardrobe for a lifetime you know 100 mm, percent. and I guess just sort of like adding on into if you are wanting to completely change your like personal brand and personal style and you want to evolve in a certain way it's very difficult for people around us sometimes to adjust to that right mm-hmm. and maybe yeah. I don't know if you've had clients speak to you about this because I was just having a little thought and I was like it's so funny because I know I've completely transformed to who Fizz was and you're probably the same where like yeah. you know who your teenage self was because you wanted to completely get rid of that self and rebuild yourself to yeah. a complete new you but sometimes it can be hard for other people to adjust to that yeah I I'm a firm believer in you know try and reinvent yourself so much that your past friends have to really get to know you again you know because you mm. want to reinvent yourself you want to get to a point where you are evolving every year and it can be hard for some people but honestly it's baby steps and you know pushing yourself outside your comfort zone so wearing maybe a new color that you haven't worn before that's going to really help push you out your comfort zone with clothing especially you know and just doing little things hasn't got to be a big change um, you might find like obviously because you're a lot of transformation packages you know a lot of them reports they're small changes maybe a hair tone change to soften the skin tone whether it be to complement your face shape different things that just makes you feel good and different but then also taking you along a personal branding journey as well mm-hmm. yeah no I love that it's, it's kind of like 
I got all my hair sort of like chopped up. I had like really yeah, long Yeah, I saw hair. that. It looks really good. Yeah, yeah love that. Was nice. that quite like a, I'm cutting my hair off sort of move? Because sometimes people can be very precious with their hair, you know, yeah. when it gets to a certain length. Like, I don't want to cut it off anymore, you know. I think I did get to that point where yeah. I was, I, I think in lockdown, because obviously like, things weren't open for such yeah. a long time and I was like you know what I'm just gonna grow it and see how how I feel about it and then yeah. it got right down to my bum and I was like oh my gosh I haven't had my hair this long because I think we're so used to kind of like always like chopping and changing or just getting a little snip off here and there yeah. but because like I kind of grew up for two years and I was like in my head I knew I was going to donate it to the little princesses trust so yeah. I knew it was going to go, but I yeah. guess I didn't realize how I was going to feel when yeah. it was like completely cut off. And I remember yeah. going there and I was like, yeah, just about like 10 to 11 inches. And then he ended up like cutting off like 13 inches. And for a moment, I was like, I have wow. no hair. What? But think about um, the benefits, that little, some little child yeah, is going to be exactly. loving that well, hair now. It. And exactly. also, I bet your hair washing has gotten so much easier now as well so much easier but like even even when he did that when he like miscalculated how much he was yeah. cutting off I didn't it made me feel so alive just to have yeah. that all cut off like change, I think change you know it's a change and like change it, can like, be scary so scary but yeah so rewarding because like mm. literally no matter who I see or like you know someone that hasn't seen me for a little while they're like Fizz I yeah. really love your hair like your yeah. short hair really suits you and I'm like yeah. oh thanks and like yeah. that's the first thing people tell you and it does make mm-hmm. you feel good to have one yeah. or, or two compliments like that and I think yeah. that's the same with your styling right like yeah. you know in terms of whether you need to get rid of stuff because of like past traumas and things like mm-hmm. that yeah absolutely fine but when you're reinventing yourself really look for those key pieces that are going to make you feel alive again yeah, and pushing yourself, like I said, out of the comfort zone, because like you said, with your hair there, just doing that change really uplifts you, made you feel different, alive again. You oh, know? so much. Um, and that's the thing. You haven't got to always just cut your hair off, though. Like, for example, no. some people might not even style their hair differently. So doing them little changes that are a little bit, maybe not as bold, but they're going to make you feel different. So you might curl your hair if you always wear it straight, or you might do something a bit different to your makeup. And these little changes, you know, complementing your features as well um so if you've got blue eyes normally red complements it so you might wear red lipstick Mm. if you've got green eyes pink really helps that as well um so different techniques really to bring out your features and that's where compliments do come in and not that we're looking for compliments but when you do get one like you say it helps your confidence so much you know definitely does I can really vouch for that because I think you know for so long I've, I've just kind of been trying to like figure out who the hell I am like I yeah, think any 20 yeah. something year old does that half the time yeah. when you have a, a little crisis you're like who am I and it just yeah. happened the fact that when I cut my hair and I knew it was going to a special place because some other child is going to be able to wear my hair and have hair yeah um it just made me recognize how much like we hold on to things but realistically when we've let go of it and when we've let go of ourselves or what yeah. the image that we wanted of ourselves to look like yeah it becomes so much more clearer and yeah. so much more easier to like recognize that in yourself well you've evolved you know you even though about realizing you've evolved into someone 
knew that you didn't even really think would even come with a haircut you oh, know so much so like when people yeah. say to me they're like oh my gosh the hair really is like really funky and like yeah. a little bit more fizz like and I'm like yeah yeah you're totally right like it's yeah. totally my vibe like I bet the I'm curls like, have bounced up now because it's yeah. shorter isn't it so it's really uplifted it yeah great definitely definitely and I, I think that's it and because I got a little bit of color put in as well like warm toned color nice. and yeah. that's not something that I would like naturally sort of do because you get so stuck in your way to do something yeah in one way but I literally said to the person that did my hair I was just like just just do whatever whatever you think yeah and he was so amazing a place I went to was the Aveda Institute in um, Covent Garden so my auntie kind of like gave me a little guff card she was like you're donating your hair let me donate a haircut to you and I'm like this is so nice you know what's lovely it's lovely when you get hairdressers who really cares as well you know who's really passionate and it's going to really help you feel good and you you can trust them with your hair you know definitely and I think that comes back to like who we are as people right like we feel so confident in wanting to help people and shaping their lives and I think this is where your business has kind of grown and come from and kind of like talking about that how did you sort of like deal with this sort of entrepreneurship kind of thing and become who you are? Because yeah. I'm sure there's maybe some people out there that are maybe into fashion or mm-hmm. maybe into yeah. styling and like listening to this. And they're like, oh, my gosh, that I do a similar sort of thing, but I don't know how to yeah. grow this. What would your advice be? So it's I was actually listening to a podcast recently. You ever heard of Stephen Bartlett? Um, yeah. So Jimmy Carr was on his podcast and he actually said recently that he recommends kind of if you're good at something just really start getting really good at it you know it's like you with your yoga and me with my fashion I've always loved it I've always been good at it but I've just perfected it to a way where I've made it into my job you know and that's the same from anyone listening if you've got a hobby or if you're into fashion and you are you love it so much start perfecting it so much and then go and get go train and really elevate your business and your passion will come through on your page and then people will follow you and they'll they'll recommend you and that's how it'll get to a point where you do grow because it, a lot of it is word of mouth at the start um when I start, started off it was very heavily word of mouth and as time went on it just kind of just snowballed and anyone listening you know it's your dreams are never out of reach you know it, you, you need to just put consistency in and really just put the time in and you will get to where you want to get it's a distant thing you know well that's the thing isn't it I think so often you can get so down about you feeling like a failure sometimes or not getting to where you want to but it's recognizing actually like all these little things when we get a setback and you're like oh my gosh I've just put out say a transformational package and it didn't sell or whatever it's recognizing that hey it's not you it's just the fact that yeah. You're just going to have to really target those right people that are going to really look at this. Yeah, I believe that it's a belief thing as well. So a lot, um, I've, I've had like a lot of training with mentoring and stuff too. And when you believe in your services and your prices and stuff, then people will come to you. Sometimes it's say, oh, I'm not sure I can sell this. I'm not sure if there's something in you doesn't believe that you're good enough to sell that program, you know? Um, and when you really push it, because when I first did my transformation package, I wasn't sure how it would be perceived, you know, um, but I just went for it. I believed in it. I just pushed it and it went to a point where I was like, wow, this is turning something that I never even thought it would, 
you know I, I think that's it that it's mm. leaving yourself but I guess like how did you manage to sort of really plug it and get get your business out there because that can't have been yeah. easy when you first started because obviously something like image consulting or stylist yeah. Is, yeah like you were saying people think oh it's for those rich and famous that yeah want that. yeah but in terms of how did you make normal everyday people realize that having a personal branding is so key I I stripped it down to what I would want to see if I was looking for someone like me you know so mm-hmm. I wasn't doing the whole fancy style inside of things I was showing real women that every day that I, I did posts that were relatable and relatable is a really big thing when it comes to putting out a business doing the right hashtags for your area or what people might be looking for you know and being visible always on my stories and really just kind of putting myself out there being true honest raw I think that's really important as well being really raw with your followers and that's what just kind of grew I'm I'm not I never did business or anything like that I never studied anything along them lines but have a lot of personal styling um, and any business is a lot of it is business side as well how to run a business hashtagging you know um, your website e-commerce SEO all these things that come into it that I had no idea before um, but I learned it I went on Google I did a lot of research myself obviously got some help from experts as well um, but last thing never be scared to speak to someone who might be a mentor an expert because getting help and learning more will obviously always invest back into your business and grow. 100% I love that you said that because I think yeah. that's it right like you have yeah. an idea you're like I want to do this as a job and suddenly you're like faced yeah. with oh my gosh I've got to do social media I've got to do yeah. like yeah. websites I've got to do this and yeah. like even the finance sides it's so hard to know yeah. what to do but at the yeah. same time it is the more that you kind of like invest in a specialist or an expert yeah. in certain way the more yeah. you'll be able to invest that back to yourself like for example if paying for a session with you they're investing in that small pocket of someone yeah. is going to help me get my personal style right. But that you put yeah. personal style will last for however Forever. long until you yeah. re-image yourself if that's where you want to yeah. be. Obviously, when I first started off, I was looking around the industry and nothing against any other personal stylist, but they didn't give anything off that I wanted to give off. You know, I wanted to create a package that was um going to work for everyone and a package that you can get everything in one stop back then when I started mm. people only offered colonists alone or maybe body shape but I actually wanted to create more of a niche package which was body shape colonists um hair analysis because I'm also a, hair, a hairdresser as well a beautician mm. as well so I can do makeup sides so I did their makeup for them glasses everything and so a one-stop shop basically of expertise all in one place because before, I'd, if I went to a stylist, I don't want to just learn two things. I want to learn the head to toe thing, you know? Mm, I love that. Work for me. Definitely. And that, that oh. is the thing, being niche. I think finding your niche, finding what you're good at and making it into a business. I think that is something that becomes a passion and it becomes a, it's a hobby. And you'd never feel like you work a day in your life again because you're doing what you love. And I think your clients can see that too. I think in in a crowded world you've got to like you said be that person that's wearing that red dress that pop of color because it can be so easy for others to sort of like look at you and be like oh okay like that person's got like 10,000 followers I'm going to trust them but sometimes it's not even about the number you know even with a number it's just a number it doesn't necessarily mean someone is more of an expert than you are in what you do it's just you know 
they've suddenly managed to get their content to fight through the algorithms. Exactly. Whereas- yeah. Yeah. It's it, social media is so fake sometimes because you look at someone's profile, they might have 10,000 followers, but they're not, not doing as well or as busy as you because it's just a number on the platform, you know? Yeah. It, it all depends on um, how you relate to that person on their social channels. You can see straight away who's paid for followers, who hasn't, you know? It's just, with Instagram, I'd always take it with a pinch of salt. And that's the same yeah. thing with body image and stuff too, you know? 100%. And I, I totally agree with that because I think sometimes people think people are the best because they've got the biggest amount of following and yeah. things like that. But realistically, that's not the case because you can yeah. find someone that's more of an expert with yeah. that that doesn't live their life on social media. They no. actually spend their time one to one with clients, mm-hmm. supporting yeah. people at an individual level, which yeah. is what you want to find in any sort of business that you want to either work with or find help from or be your own person yeah because as a stylist I've been approached by big companies not going to name them but big franchise Mm -hmm. companies to work for them and I've said no to them because I want to stay true to myself and when you get into a big world like that you're kind of losing a little bit of your passion and what you enjoy because someone else is telling you what to do you know Mm -hmm. or or you just want to you want to make it more like I said raw and authentic and that's the great thing about our businesses we're very we're, we're not the biggest but I promise you both of us put hundred into our clients, you know? Oh yeah. yeah. I think we're very open and honest, aren't we? And very raw yeah. in like in <laughs> what we do. And yeah. hence, like I was saying to you, like, when I made this podcast, I was just yeah. a bit like, it's something that was missing in my life where I felt like I couldn't get the conversations that I wanted to get out there and really yeah. showcase to people. I'm not just a yoga teacher. I'm not just, yeah. you know, a children's entertainer or all the other yeah. things that I kind of do. It, it's recognizing that I love having conversations with people and helping others grow because I can yeah. recognize how hard that is to be in a space where you just feel like you're on your own and that you learn no so one... much. You yeah, know? you do. I learned so much from you on this podcast. Like you learn so much from other people when you talk to them and their life experiences. And I learned so much traveling too. When I went traveling when I was younger, meeting different people mm-hmm. in different countries is amazing. And you know, at the end, when you you realize we're all just we're all the same we're all one people even though we're different countries mm. we're all one big family you know that's exactly it like someone can be some famous sports person or whatever right yeah. but at the end of the day you've got to strip back okay they're not just their sport or they're yeah. not just their whatever profession they do they are mm-hmm. actually a human being at first yeah. level and like yeah. you know you might be a personal stylist and I might yeah. be a yoga teacher and and everything like that but at the same yeah. time people need to strip it back to you're just Francesca and I'm just Fizz like we exactly. are just individual people yeah. so if we were starting from the beginning again of mm-hmm. who we are and who we yeah. want to create ourselves to be then yeah. I think you look at what the world in a completely different way exactly and like this is um I think I was saying to you earlier on before we started filming I was saying to you that you know we go through real emotions on social media you see me as Francesca you know the stylist who has won all these awards and done all these reels and always very visible on the page but behind the scenes we I've had my own struggles and people um, don't know that because I don't put that on my page as much I have mentioned about mental health stuff but when I was younger I suffered really badly of health anxiety which is huge mm-hmm. it overtakes your life um, I was going to doctors all the time because I always felt like something was wrong with me but obviously you've actually had health problems but I always mm-hmm. kind of I it's basically hypochondria you know um mm. and I thought that when someone had something I'd have it you know and it scared me and it made it to a point where I was like 
people don't realize how we're just normal people behind the screen we go through stuff just as much anyone else breakups you know might be going through money problems or anxiety or so many different reasons people don't see but we are just us behind the screen our profession is just one part of us you know absolutely and I think you know just you saying that there it's like me sharing a lot about mental health and like going through therapy for the last couple months and I think it's so important it's not that I'm sharing it to get sympathy or anything like that I'm sharing it so others feel like that they're not on their own and you know recognizing that I can be you know a yoga teacher and do my job and still carry you know challenges in other shapes and forms like you know finances have been really tricky this year as a self-employed worker like you know all these things that people don't recognize but it's not until you be really raw with people and just being like you know what I know it's tough it is really tough for me right now mm-hmm. and I do want to say that but at the same yeah. time it doesn't stop me from being the best of the what I do right yeah and, like and you're that's saying what as well, it's saying. tough isn't it to run a business and have any sort of mental health problems or anything going on in your life it's yeah. tough because no one's paying your mortgage for you or paying your bills you know you have to get up every month's a new paycheck you know you have to mm. get up and show up otherwise you're not going to be able to do what you love because it'll, it'll just crumble with you as well while while mm. you're feeling low so you need to keep going and pushing through even though it's really hard you know yeah um and just getting the support like you know yeah. I think we we say pushing through but it's also recognizing when you just need that sort of support or some guidance or whatever yeah. or even just taking a break a week off yeah. social media can do a world of wonders like oh you yeah know, 100% so much I, um, so I, I use talking therapies quite a lot because they're free service in the NHS. They're really, really yeah. good. Um, they, I use them a lot when I needed them for mental health and they were great. So if anyone, you know, hasn't got the money to go to a private mm. service, not a lot of people know about talking therapies. Because when I went no. to the doctors, their doctor didn't even tell me. I had to go research it myself, you know. Um, it's a service that is used all around the UK. I'm not sure about worldwide, but in, definitely in the UK. Um, yeah. And it's something that if you need the help, go and speak to them because they're amazing. 100%. That is where I sort of started a couple of years ago when yeah. I, I went through like some challenges. You know, I think we all carry parts of an old self in us that yeah. maybe that, that things that have happened, like you said, bullying. And I, I was mm-hmm. workplace bullied a couple of years ago. And I think that was really tough to deal with because yeah. as someone that works for themselves, it's so hard yeah. to kind of have to deal with those things because you don't have like a HR or someone to fall into sometimes you you then suddenly feel like you can't go and work with certain people because you're going to get bullied or whatever and that is something that I've had to sort of work through but I think you know us talking about even just having our own branding and who we are once you've got that in yourself like you've got your Mm -hmm. own boundaries right I think with with even like personal styling you have your boundaries of what you think is going to make you feel good and sometimes that is even emotions and thoughts and feelings that you recognize okay I'm not myself why am I not myself I Mm -hmm. need to just get speak this out with someone and just try to figure it out Oh, I'm a huge talker. I'm a crier as well. I just, yeah. I'm one of them. I put it all out. If I'm watching something, I'll cry. If I want to talk to someone, I'll talk. And on my page, um, I actually recently spoke about my mental health issues, about health anxiety. And so many people spoke to me about their health mm. problems as well. Like, obviously, like when they actually have health problems or if they have anxiety over it. And even at this point in my life as well, it's that kind of awkward stage where just gone past my 30s, everyone's now asking me questions about 
am I going to get married? Am I going to have kids? Yes. And the kids started things scares me. As someone who's had health anxiety, going through pregnancy and birth and stuff, mm. it scares me. And I think not a lot of people talk about it, but it's a big thing for women to go through. Um, and that's something that, you know, we're faced with and we have to kind of, when we come to it, how to deal with it, you know? It's so tough, isn't it? Because I think even like, yeah. I'm in like my late 20s now and like yeah. even people saying, have you thought about a relationship? Have you thought about yeah, this? Yeah. And I'm like... Mm no I'm just thinking about tomorrow (laughs) exactly yeah and you know what it's it's, this there's no right or wrong time it's whenever it feels right for you you know um and like I've always been really big into like my traveling and like self-care and you know that side of things that like yourself I've never really thought about the the full moving forward side of things you know That's yeah. that's exactly it. So I guess like it, it's just reminding people that sometimes age is but a number, but you never yeah. know what people have gone through or what they're going through. So those yeah. questions can actually be very like triggering and very yeah. Yeah. hurtful in certain ways. Yeah. So I, I always say like, you know, it, if people openly talk about it, then that yeah. means that they're really relaxed and they're they're ready to talk about it but if they don't yeah. mention it then maybe mm-hmm. it's not worth asking about it just really a lot just of my friends um obviously two of them are going through IVF and every time they get asked are you thinking about having kids it's like they're getting stabbed in the heart yeah. you know because yeah. they can't they it's just not working for them unfortunate moment and every time they get asked that my friend says she feels like a failure and it's a horrible mm. thing to go through you know because that's why I don't ask people them questions because even though the person asking you might not be coming from a bad place you don't actually know what people are going through. So you need to be really careful when you do ask them, are you thinking about having kids? Like not everyone can have kids, unfortunately. Mm. Um, and it's quite a touchy subject for a lot of people. So don't ask people, you know? Absolutely. Ah. I, I, th- I think it's like, it's kind of like I now show my scars off, like all my yeah. heart scars and things like that. And you see posts of that on yeah. social media. It was like last year when I felt really confident to be able to yeah. share my scars. Mm-hmm. And that took me a long time to get to. Like, yeah. even though I was happy for people to see my scars, but it's mm-hmm. very different when you're, you're happy on a day to day level to show your scars. But to actually yeah. show them as a post on social media and be like, look, yeah. like I have this. And yeah. of course, I in the past, Mm-hmm. Even like, you know, for example, my mum never used to want me to show my chest scar off. So she would always mm-hmm. get me tops that would cover the scar. And yeah. I would really question that. And as I've got, you mm-hmm. know, further down the line and I'm a yoga teacher and, you know, I do wear yoga yeah. stuff like yeah. where it will show my scar. Yeah. It, I feel so confident to be able to show it. Like, you know, yeah. I don't care now if people look at it or whatever, yeah. because it is part of me. It's just like, you know, yeah. it's like having you know a beauty spot or a bird spot or whatever like yeah, the scar yeah. is precious to me exactly and you've been through so much a lot more than a lot of people and like you know you should be proud of your scars and stuff you know um but that actually brings me back to behavior with parents and their kids as well when it comes to styling as well because I hear that quite a lot with people that come to me you know they said that you know they didn't dress they dress a certain way because their parents always put them in them clothes mm-hmm. or you know they've always got taught not to wear this because of their parents. And um, sometimes we've got to be really careful what we portray onto our children because they're going to remember that. Just ex- yeah, the same yeah. thing as you would never call your child fat or, you know, or anything along them lines. So why are you saying that to yourself? Because your child's actually listening to you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of parents, they visit me and I actually was in the changing rooms um, not that long ago and I think it was a new look. And I could hear a mother and daughter in the cubicle next to me. And the mother kept saying to the daughter, oh, you look beautiful, you look beautiful. And the daughter said to her, oh, um, 
are you going to get that top mummy? She's like, no, I look really fat and horrible in it, you know? Oh, and that's yeah. something where even though you don't realize you're doing it, your, your child's going to see you doing that to yourself. And then they're going to learn them sort of behaviors when they're older too, you know? I think um, that's it. And talking to yourself, how you talk to yourself is really, really important as well, because that little voice in your head can be so evil sometimes you need to get rid of it and try and replace it with more positive thoughts like thank you to my body for carrying me every day around the world you know thank you to my arms for feeding me lovely food rather than I've got Mm -hmm. fat arms or you know or you know things like that like I wobble when I walk you know so things these are things that clients come to me and talk to me about and this is exactly where body image comes into as well and the importance of you know re talking to yourself differently and more in a positive way definitely and what you were just saying I had to do exactly that like self-talk yeah. with my scars because yeah. I've got scars all across my body and mm-hmm. like yeah. with that as well it was like I had to really be like I thank my scars for keeping me alive because realistically had they not opened my heart up or like you know done all the different operations they have on my body I would not be alive and I think exactly we we forget that don't we like Mm -hmm. I think we forget what we actually went through but instead we see what is on our body so for example I know a couple friends that are like mums now who had to go through c-sections like you know I think a c-section scar can be really detrimental to your mental well-being because Mm -hmm. you feel like oh I I can't wear that bikini again or I can't wear yeah. this when we go on holiday but mm-hmm. it's learning to really yeah own you own the yeah. fact that you carried a child mm-hmm. and you yeah. have to go through that and that yeah. that is the way of I think being a woman right like yeah you've got to do those things if you are blessed with that opportunity to mm-hmm. to be able to have that child that you've got in front of you and you you actually realise very quickly, and this is something that I say to my clients as well, when you're on the beach and you've got your bikini and maybe your scars are showing or if you've got a C-section scar or anything along them lines, honestly, no one cares, you know. We play it up more in our heads than mm-hmm. what other people look at, you know. Like, for example, when I'm on the beach, I'm more focused on my body than anyone else is. And that's like mm-hmm. every other person who might be a little bit self-conscious their bodies on the beach a lot of people are they're thinking of themselves more than your body you know so if you want to wear that bikini go and wear it if you want to get your legs out and you're not you don't like them try and do it you know try and push yourself and wear things that make you feel good even if they are a bit scary and out of your comfort zone you know because you'll feel so much more alive and better that you wore that bikini rather than when you get to your you know the day when you get to where for example when you die no one's gonna think oh she had scars on their body you know they're gonna mm. think what a lovely soul you were and how you had so much fun and you lived your life and that's what people remember you know and that's exactly <laughs> it like like we were saying like your vibe attracts your tribe like realistically no one really cares what you've got on your body no. Yeah. It's just about who you are as an individual in like sort of in that aspect, if we were on a beach and we're wearing a bikini or whatever, yeah. because what people recognize is how much fun you're having, the energy you're giving out, yeah. like, you know, the person that you are and having those open deep chats. Like, I think that's where I kind of like perform at a great level. Yeah. Yeah. I can easily, no, no matter how, how much I know someone or if I've just mm. met them, I can just go into a deep chat just like that because I'm yeah. very as as a yogi or as just me as a human being like what I've gone through it's that it's what you speak it's like the matter of how you speak and what you speak yeah but that translates as well into your personal style and your personal image yeah 100% and this is where it's really nice because you know 
as long as you're being true to yourself and you're living your best life, then mm. anyone that does say anything to you, they're not meant to be part of your life, you know, because they're yeah. bringing you down. And I, I do believe that as a fact, because if anyone's going to say anything nasty to you and they don't want the best, like don't want the best for you, and then they've got no room in your life you know yeah definitely oh how do you find this happy mindset do you feel like what keeps you like in check with your self-care and well-being so I love meditation meditation is one of the things that really kind of grounds me every time I wake up from meditation I feel like I've got more energy you know and I feel good I'm very kind of you know conscious of what I put into my body as well so just loads of things eating well working out you know meditation kind of basics but then things make me feel good when I don't do that like you know I'm sure you know Fizz as well you have days where you think you know you feel worse when you don't do it you know Mm. so they're the things that really helped me when I had my health anxiety especially talking um, anything that was movement or eating well along them lines and dressing well as well made me feel good you know yeah definitely I think it's all those little things like yeah you know even even me taking it away from the yoga mat I like to actually exercise so I'll go on the cross trainer for 30 minutes and yeah. I will go and like go and climbing because that's my other sort of thing so it's like sometimes taking yourself away from what you do as a norm is very important to do like mix it up like do different things because that's going to keep you inspired in your mind and body to yeah. continue yeah life yeah I love being around people like you know you're saying like talking to people I love being around people like the energy and like that really helps uplift me as well you know being by myself Mm. just made it worse I found so yeah maybe I was relying on people too much but I just felt like I had I got more happiness around my friends and family Um, and obviously my meditation was my own self thing you know yeah I love that you've really uplifted me like you know I'm just like let's let's just chat all the time it's great no yeah it's been great I've I've really enjoyed it like I was actually really nervous coming on you know that as well but it's just because you know I do my own thing my own page but coming in and talking like this on a podcast being raw obviously it's scary but like you said I want to make other people realize that they're not alone if they have any sort of struggles or you know we're we're all just trying to deal with it day by day you know and try and together make our lives better and easier you know yeah Yeah. and and that that is exactly exactly it and I think I guess if someone was to ask who is Francesca and what is your identity what would you say now um as the kind of like spur moment thing I would say that I am someone who loves life you know I look I wake up every day and I'm just grateful for being here and I think that if you've got that mindset and that kind of that's what people to know about me is that I'm always trying to make the best of my life Mm. Um, and I'm just a down-to-earth girl who likes to eat nachos you know love it like that but that you know what I'm so glad you said that because some people (laughs) would just say I'm Francesca and I am an image consultant and I'm this because we suddenly our personal branding becomes our job and we're like no yeah, we're yeah. Actually, and that's not me we're no. actually human beings so I'm really yeah. glad you said that because yeah. that is exactly what I want to get out of you know when I ask people that question because I think mm. it's so hard to sometimes recognize who you are or yeah. how people see you as or what yeah. you want to be seen as because we instantly think we're we're our job title but we're not yeah yeah and that's the thing a lot of people I think because obviously I have quite a petite frame um I've had comments on my page sometimes where people are like eat a burger or do this do that I eat whatever I want you know people kind of judge you from your page or your personal branding mm-hmm. or personal styling but I'm not all just about appearance I'm all about the inside too and what I do is because it's not because I'm it's all about the clothes it's about how you feel inside too and confidence for me and helping people feel good about themselves and 
like you said, be able to go on the beach and feel good and all these different things. That's what I'm about, you know? Mm. Oh, I love that. I could literally speak to you forever because I think there's so many amazing nuggets that you've shared. So thank you so much, my darling. We're going to go into a... No, Mm -hmm. honestly, it's a pleasure. We're going to go into a quick fire round and I'll ask you a few questions. What does finding your fizz mean to you? I would say like, like being happy and doing something you enjoy every day or something that scares you, you know? Mm, and fear is a great thing, isn't it? Fair, Once you can over- you out of your comfort zone, you know? 100%. Who inspires your overall fizz for life? Definitely my gran. So my gran's not here anymore, but she was very resilient. She just got on with it. And that's the sort of thing that I try and be like every day. You know, she had breast cancer, got on with it, um, mm. survived it. Luckily, her husband died when she was young, raised all her kids, got on with it. They're all successful now. You know, like it's, it's there's wow. an energy from my gran. She brought us up as well. Like she she put so much into me. And that's that's something that I'll never forget. She inspires me a lot. You know, I love that. I, th- I think that's such a beautiful thing to just say is the fact that it doesn't need to be some sort of like social media influencer or anything like that. Yeah. The inspiration comes from the people that are actually living in your life day to day. Yeah, exactly. Or even living in your heart. Like, you know, that, yeah, that yeah. is one thing. That is one yeah. thing I say, because my grandparents have been such a huge part of my life and they're not here anymore, but they live yeah. in my heart every single yeah. day. And I'm like, what would granddad say? Or mm. what, would, yeah. what would Nan say? Because I think those people are going to keep carrying you forward. Oh, 100%. And they always say that you, you die twice in life. Once when you actually die. And second time when your name's last mentioned, you know, and I'll keep mentioning my grand name. She's still alive as long as I'm alive, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. So what is one thing that brings you back home to you? I know that our job's not something that should define us, but I feel so at home when I'm doing my job, you know? So when I'm doing my styling and doing my content, I love just li- literally laying in the bath, doing my content and just getting creative, you know? Um, it's not, it's, that's how I feel at home, you know, or with family and friends, for example. I love that. Content creating is tough, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah. But that's where I also get a lot of my rawness out too because I just put my emotion into it. I'm sure you do the same as well. Yeah, I think I you do the same. You surprise yourself. You're like, how have I created this? You know? It's like when you write you know? down like a caption, I'm like, oh my mm. gosh, like that was really good caption. I could be like a copywriter. Yeah. But yeah, I think it is the inspiration creativity that keeps us going, doesn't it? For sure. Okay. What is one thing that you have purchased that's under 50 pounds that makes you happy? It always has been and always will be. It's my hot water bottle. <laughs> I love it. It's a perfect time for hot water bottles. Yeah, yeah. That or in the summer, my fan, I suppose. Them two things. But I cheated there a little bit. But definitely hot water bottles. I love heat. Yeah. Oh, I love that. What one thing would you gift to someone else to make them happy right now? I would say, I mean, I always say if I could gift myself or anyone anything, it'd be time. So yeah. I would always give time because time's so precious and time's something that you can't get back. But that is the gift. It's not a gift that you can actually give. 
but if I could I would I think what people don't recognize is that time is worth so much like mm-hmm. when yeah. people are just so busy and caught up in life at the moment you forget about your friends and you forget about your family but the more you yeah. do that you forget that they might be going through something and you haven't checked in on them and yeah. they've just been feeling worse and worse and worse so if you can give a little bit of time every mm-hmm. day or bits throughout the week to the people you love yeah it's so crucial to yourself as well yeah yeah and like you said like before like with your grand and stuff like that like I just want more time with them you know but times mm-hmm. something that you just wish you can give back to people that aren't here anymore or you know even yourself like so many different so many different ways you can use time you know yeah like how many people would say oh I didn't get to spend much time with them but yeah like I really enjoyed their presence so you're mm. a bit like well you know if you could have just gotten your priorities right and really yeah. made sure that you were spending time with the people that you love and care for then you could have a very different friendship or a very different mm-hmm. relationship with certain yeah. people in your life and I think yeah. that's something people don't even consider or speak about because they're just like yeah I just see them once a year at Christmas now like yeah okay so the final one is at the find your fizz challenge for the week so I'd love for okay. you to share an activity that makes you happy and you'd like to recommend our listeners this week to give a go okay so this is going to be this week's fizz challenge it's going to be that wear a color that you've not worn before go out or in your wardrobe wear something that you've not worn for a long time because you're going to feel different because a lot of us pick the same items up all the time or the same clothing I think if you push yourself out your comfort zone and wear a color that you haven't tried before you will feel new and energy will come to you that you never knew you had you know I love that. I think that's yeah. such a great challenge. It's an easy probably, challenge, you know. It's such an easy challenge. And we've all probably got something in our wardrobe that has just been sat there and we haven't like worn it. And, yeah. But it's even like layering different things, right? That is something that I recognize is you might have a summer dress. Yeah. Just put like, you know, a really nice warm cardi on top mm-hmm. and it it looks very nice. Yeah. And the same as if you have a summer dress as well, but strappy, then maybe you could put a long sleeve top underneath and wear boots and side bag and kind of bring it more autumn. And in the summer, again, you can wear it by itself, you know? Yeah, I love that. Oh, well, thank you so much, Francesca. That oh, was just to end. Sacred. I know. Well, I'm going to give you a little bit of space now to just share <laughs> all the things that you do and how people nice. can find you. And of course, I'll put them all down in the show notes but because, yeah, you. I don't want it to end as well. I feel like this chat could go on forever. <laughs> <laughs> so my Instagram is Image Consultant Maidenhead. And you can find me on my website, which is imageconsultantmaidenhead.co.uk. Services I offer are colour analysis, all styling and colour services. But my main, most popular package is a transformation package, which covers head to toe styling. So colour analysis, body shape analysis, style personality, glasses analysis, makeup colours, hair analysis, everything from head to toe and linked items too. So it's going to be a nice kind of rebrand, refresh 2022, you know. I love that. I will add all the details below. And I think, yeah, and people can find you anywhere, right? So it doesn't matter if they don't live in Maidenhead, but you always do it online. Oh, yeah. I've got clients from Australia, America, Europe, all different places. So if you are a listener who's not based in Maidenhead, you don't, you can't visit me, we're not close enough, then we will do a online consultation, which ends up with the exact same results. Amazing. Oh, thank you so much, my love. It's been such a pleasure. Oh, well, obviously I'm off for a facial after this. It's how the other life lives. Just go for a facial. I love it. I love it. Just in my spare time before later, you know, and I've got clients (laughs) again. But I just thought I'd quickly treat myself in my little one hour gap, you know. 
Oh, definitely. Definitely need to yeah. do that. Well, I'll speak to you again soon, my lovely. See you Thank later. Thank you so much. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Francesca come back that was such a wonderful conversation I absolutely adored it and I don't think Francesca wanted to click the off button I certainly didn't there was so much in that conversation and I really hope it came across and you took some nuggets of wisdom away to create your own personal branding personal identity or even self-image there's so many words you can put towards what the wonderful Francesca offers with her consulting but I really do believe that there is something there. Now, I think we spoke a lot about how I love wearing color and really just, yeah, sharing color and joy. And I think that is where the Find Your Fizz message comes from. The Fizz is all about that sparkle, that light, that joy for me personally, but that might be different for you. And yeah, I'm so grateful for Francesca's conversation to hopefully help you rediscover your fizz. If you enjoyed this conversation and you want to support me in growing this lovely little thing that I've got going, then please do head to Apple Podcasts and rate and review the show. Honestly, each little comment or review means so much and it helps me get this message to other people that don't necessarily get access to these wonderful shows. Yeah, just thank you so much. Or even DM me. Let me know what you thought of it because I love to hear from you. I love to hear your feedback to make this show a success. I just wanted to mention our wonderful sponsors again, which is Pip and Fizz Retreats and Events. Now we've got lots of lovely events and retreats coming up very soon. So do head on over to our Instagram page at Pip and Fizz. So that's P-I-P. N as the letter N because we're super cool and then F-I-Z-Z and you'll find out more information about our January retreat which maybe you might want to come to and check out us on Instagram so for Pip and Fizz it's P-I-P-N and then F-I-Z-Z and my own personal one is at Happy Heart Flow. I hope you enjoyed this week's conversation and I'll see you again next time for more Fizz. Bye for now. Fizz.